All right, everybody, we have a whole lot of new information coming out from uh, Pete Fennell. He just released a new article about the situation going on over at, there we go, over at Michigan with the uh, scandal and what's going on there. Uh, so this tweet came up. I have not looked at this at all yet. Um, so the, you're getting my live reaction to this, talking about it. Um, before we do that really fast, I am going to share uh, share this video so that way uh, other people can find it as well. I put this together super fast, just put out a thing for, for uh, the Big Ten Huddle to join and watch. So there we go. Retweet. We're up. We're going. All right. So if you want to investigate this with me, tune in. Please do comment. Let me know what you think. Uh, if you're here and you want to uh, share your thoughts, I'll show comments as well. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's look into it. So uh, sources, Michigan staffer had tickets at 11 Big Ten. Well, I guess we should look at this first. All right. Sorry. Sources, Michigan staffer Connor Stallions bought tickets for more than 30 games. So he bought them. Doesn't look like he went to them from what the report says right now, but he bought tickets for more than 30 games at 11 Big Ten schools over the past three years. So what's that math? Like 11, three, I don't even know what that math is off the top of my head, but um, also video evidence. Okay, so here we go. Also video evidence of sideline taping is expected to be sent to the NCAA this week, caught by stadium surveillance this year. Wow. Okay. All right. So we definitely have to look at this. Um, all right. So Pete Thamel obviously was the one who broke that it was Connor Stallions in this situation. Um, this is this is a really, really big news here to see what goes on with Harbaugh. All right. So Connor Stallions, the suspended Michigan staffer at the center of the NCAA sign stealing probe, purchased tickets in his own name for more than 30 games. Yes, we already read this. Okay, moving on. The scoop of the University of Michigan's alleged sign stealing operation includes both video evidence of electronics prohibited by the NCAA. I think all electronics are, are prohibited um, to steal signs and a significant paper trail. Sources told ESPN Stallions, forwarded the tickets he bought to at least three different whoa okay so that's huge uh let's read that again stallions forwarded the tickets he bought to at least three different people in different areas of the country sources stay uh which hints as at, at the breadth of the operation wow all right sorry guys i know i'm reading kind of bad there but this is all pretty crazy to be taken in at one point in time um so he bought tickets, he gave those tickets out to other people, which means, I don't know, three different people doesn't sound like the vast network that the Atlantic was talking about, but it definitely seems more than just just him. Uh, it seems like he was not acting uh, just all on his own here. Um, like I said, guys, I, this is my first time reading it, so if you don't want to hear me read word for word, sorry, but literally I'm figuring out all this information as you are, unless you've already read it. Congrats. Good for you. All right. The NCAA is expected to receive video evidence this week of illegal technology used in scouting tied to tickets purchased to Stallions, according to sources. An opposing Big Ten school looked up in stadium. Okay. So um, the illegal, illegal technology used by scouts, how, how did they figure that out? So they did confiscate Stallions computer. The NCAA is looking through that. 
And so they are able to find out what he purchased, what he didn't purchase on his computer. Sounds kind of dumb to me that you would purchase these on your computer for the school. I would think you would, you know, hide that a little bit better, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. He did it. An opposing Big Ten school looked up in-stadium surveillance video from a game earlier this year, and sources said the person in the seat of the tickets purchased by Stallions held his smartphone, oh my gosh, they're cooked, uh, held their smartphone up and appeared to film the uh, the home team's sideline the entire game. Oh my gosh. Um, dude, they're cooked. Um, Michigan fans, this is not looking like good news. Um, now I will say this, it doesn't say, um, it doesn't say that they have made this out to be stallions yet. So I will say this for Michigan fans. This is a good sign that the person in the seat. So this isn't stallions. They don't know if this is somebody connected to Michigan. Um, at, at the end of the day, this literally could just be stallions bought tickets for somebody. Um, I'm trying to help you out here, Michigan fans. I'm trying to give you some kind of out. Um, so no surveillance of stallions, just that he bought the tickets, transferred them to somebody and they were in the seats with their phone recording the sideline. Um, that sounds pretty, pretty bad to me. Um, but I guess you, you make your own, you know, assumptions. What do you think? Uh, let me know in the comments. We're also live. If you're on uh, Twitter, I see we have a few people on Twitter. Uh, we're also live streaming on YouTube. So if you want to share your comments there, uh, I don't think replies come up. So you can go to uh, the Big Ten Huddle on YouTube and uh, go over there um, and look at this. So, all right. Anyways, sources confirmed to ESPN that Stallions purchased tickets on both sides of the stadium. <laughs> Um, that doesn't look good either across from each bench for Ohio state's game with Penn state on Saturday. Um, so that that means he bought, did he still go to the game? Michigan plays both teams in upcoming weeks. Yeah. Uh, according to sources, the tickets purchased by stallions were not used on Saturday. Okay. So they were not used on Saturday. Stallion's name emerged publicly in an ESPN story on Friday that was Pete Thamel's. He was suspended with pay by Michigan. I heard some Michigan fans say that that wasn't a big deal. I kind of thought it was, but um, I mean, they could be right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. None of the tickets that the 11 schools told ESPN about involved Michigan as an opponent. That's another big thing. So it's not like he's buying tickets for a family member to go and watch him coach. I think it's probably what they're getting at there. Uh, again, per sources. So this is just what Pete Finnell has heard. Who knows what his source is, but this is per sources. Um, we, I guess we just have to trust that he has good sources here. The game involved either one or both of the teams that the Wolverines were playing later that year. So it doesn't sound like he was buying tickets for games of teams that they had already played. That's not good. Uh, Stallions did not respond to ESPN's request for comment. No, why would he? Michigan did not return multiple requests for comment by phone or text. No, I wouldn't either. (laughs) I would not be responding either. Um, I always think that's funny. It's like, oh, they didn't want to talk about it. It's like, yeah, no dip they didn't want to talk about it. Like, they got a lot of evidence here that, you know, they probably don't have time to talk to their PR firm and their lawyers about what do they want to say. 
Uh, I mean, I guess you always reach out just in case they say something uh, that would make it a little bit more newsworthy. But uh, Michigan on Monday reiterated that it is unable to comment further due to the ongoing investigation. Smart. Good, good decision. Uh, Michigan is now ranked number two in the AP poll. So maybe this is where we're getting to less information here. Uh, for its third consecutive trip to the college football playoffs and is the current betting favorite to win the national championship. Okay. So hold on. I'm going to highlight this so I know where to come back to, but it said 30 games over the last three years. So does that include? So is that 21? 2020 or 22 in 2023 or is that but it sounds like they were doubling up teams like if they saw minnesota playing iowa well i don't know who do they play does michigan play minnesota or iowa this season i think they play minnesota um no i don't think they do all right so this was over the last three years so i'm assuming that's 2021 2022 and 2023 i don't think that would include 2020 um they did not look like they were stealing signs that season. Sorry, Michigan fans. i just being honest here. All right. Sources indicate that Stallions forwarded tickets to at least three other individuals with the ticket transfer showing up through ticket data tracking. Um, those tickets were, un- were used to get in the game of individuals other than Stallions, including the one in the video of the NCAA, is expected to receive. So they haven't received this video yet. Um, This is all sources are saying this, sources saying that, uh, but it sounds like a lot of inside sources that could be working like with the NCAA possibly. Um, But that's kind of the hard part about these things. Like we don't know who these sources are. Are these Ohio State guys that are just like, you know, saying, oh, we think this is what's going to happen, or these trusted sources, like, from the NCAA who are telling Pete Thamel what's actually going on. I I always have a hard time trusting who the sources are. All right, sources told ESPN last week of an elaborate scouting system, and that appears to be emerging less than a week after Yahoo Sports, so that was Ross Dellinger's article, uh, first reported the NCAA was investigating Michigan scouting. Stallions often, so that's a good thing to note. So Ross Dellinger was the one who initially broke this story with Yahoo Sports. It was Pete Thamel that came out later that night at like midnight or something, labeling it as Connor Stallions. That's when it really kind of picked up and took off into what it is, uh, because we got the Ross Dellinger story like early, I don't know if it was early, but you know, midday on Thursday. All right. Investigating um, Richard Scouting. Stallions oft, often purchased the tickets with his own credit. Oh, dude. Why would you do that? Stallions often purchased the tickets with his own credit card, according to sources. Dude. He could really become the fall guy in this. Um, all right. The sources added that tickets at multiple venues were bought via the online retailers like StubHub or SeatGeek. All right. First off, there's a whole lot of dummy in this. All right. Number one, you don't, you don't buy the tickets yourself. You, you do not be the one to, you know, get on StubHub and go buy the tickets, right? Number one rule there. You don't do that. Number two, you don't use your own credit card. Michigan, if they wanted to, and I'm not saying they would because I don't know how they're treating this whole situation. They, they could be very honest through all of this. I want to give Michigan credit and not try to, you know, just throw my own opinion out there. They could be very honest throughout all of this. 
but you don't use your own credit card because it could definitely look like, oh, this is just what he wanted. This is what he was doing all on his own. Jim Harbaugh never knew about it. I mean, which don't get me wrong. Jim, Har- Jim Harbaugh should still get flack if he has somebody on the sidelines reading signs from the other team because he was scouting them. Now, maybe Jim Harbaugh just thinks, oh, this guy's really, really dang good at reading signs. Um, so, I mean, that could be that could be it. But, man, that's that's not good for him. Um, the ticket purchases fall into a seat location pattern somewhere around the 45-yard line and raised up enough for a clear view of the opposite sideline. Yeah, that is not good information. That, I mean, where would you buy tickets at if you want to see exactly where the other team is? Um, yeah. Hey, guys, uh, seriously, I, I want to interact with you. So if you guys have any comments or anything you're thinking, uh, comment and uh, let me know because I want to hear from you guys as well. Um, one source told ESPN Stallions bought tickets to five different games at the school over the past three years. Another said it was four games over the past two years. A third source said it was nine games over the last three years. Okay, so a lot of contradiction there. Um, so whenever there's like contradiction like this, I always try to find out like what is the consistent thing that is being said in these different sources. So one source bought tickets to five different games at that school over the past three years. Another said it was four games over the past two years. A third source said it was nine games over the last three years. So we have anywhere from four to nine different schools, and then we have two to three years. So whether it's super accurate one way or the other, there's definitely a consistent theme here of multiple schools, at least four, over at least the past two years. So from 2021, uh, maybe bleeding into 2022 or just 2022 in this year. Um, man, that is not, that's not good. Um, some of the purchases were single tickets. Others were for multiple people. And sometimes seats were bought on both sides of the stadium near midfield. Well, that's what I just said earlier that right here, I'm going to tag this. So I don't know. We'll come back to it. Okay, yeah, so that's what it said up here, that ticket purchases fall into a seat location pattern or bought on both sides. Okay, so there is something to that there. Wow. Um, man, that's crazy. Um, so if you're just now joining us, guys, if you've just been watching for a little bit um, or if you think you just joined and you haven't been watching, this is information about Connor Stallions coming out and giving – or not him giving it, uh, but sources telling Pete Thamel – uh, about the information that the NCAA has and that will be given out. So they do think they have video evidence, Pete Thamel says, and they have information about Connor Stallion buying tickets from StubHub and SeatGeek with his own personal credit card. Um, so unless somebody robbed Connor Stallions, this is this is pretty bad evidence, at least against him. Um, I Like I said, there is still kind of an out here for Michigan if they just like throw it all on him and say we had no idea. I mean, obviously Michigan would still be punished, um, but I think the punishment will be less if you say, oh, this was all by this one dude. I didn't do anything um, or like we didn't do anything. We didn't tell him to do this. So I think the punishment would be less there. But all right. One source said Stallions bought some tickets across. OK, so we read this in order to get scout from the home team, which Michigan played that year. But the source added there's also been tickets purchased on the other side of the stadium facing the sideline of the opponent, including one purchase across 
from the visiting sideline and weeks before Michigan played Ohio State. All right, so that's big news there. You get you got to think that some of these sources are Ohio State people with just how much they're coming up here. Um, Penn State, Ohio State, weeks before Ohio State plays Michigan. I mean, obviously we don't have Ryan Day mentioned or anything like that, but you got to think that some of these sources are are Ohio State. Um, in the back half of last season, for example, tickets were bought by Stallions on both sidelines for one league game where Michigan had opponents remaining on the schedule. Again, that is just that that's not good news that for them. Officials around the Big Ten are upset. Yes, I would be too. According to sources, as allegations of this type of coordinated and orchestrated capturing of signals looms as distinctly different allegations than the gamesmanship of attempting to decode signals from across the sideline in game stealing is not prohibited. So yeah, that's a huge thing here. Uh, I know you've probably heard this, but just a reminder, stealing signs is not illegal. That is smart. And if you can do that, do it. It gives you a huge advantage in the game. I mean, we saw what Clemson was when they had Brent Venables doing that. When they no longer had Brent Venables, obviously not nearly as good. Um, so, I mean, they still won some ACC championships, but, you know, look at them this year. What, four and three now? Um, so, if Connor Stallings was just stealing these during the game, I mean, like, good for him, dude. Like, he's doing a really good job, and he's really helping out his team. Um, my suspicion, I don't know this for sure, so this isn't in the article. Don't don't put this on the article. My suspicion is maybe teams were catching on to it this year because they were using this information earlier in the game. Uh, maybe Stallions was getting a little jumpy, maybe getting a little arrogant or something. I I don't I don't know Stallions, so I don't want to say who he is as a person, but uh, it's possible that he's like, oh yeah, look at me, I can I can do this, I can make this happen, um, type of deal. So whew, that's a not good situation. And normally that's what happens when you get more arrogant, you kind of get a little bit looser, you kind of feel in yourself, um, and, and that's just not good because you that's how you get caught. All right, um, the allegations, gamesmanship, decoding signals, yada, yada, yada. All right, so we're going to move on to right here. The alleged evidence of the signals being captured on film means the Wolverines could now face more scrutiny for violating an additional NCAA rule. Right, not good. The first NCAA rule in question is scouting teams in opposing stadiums, which has been in place since 1994. So this is the one that like Robert Griffin III and J.J. Watt have been talking about, saying like this is something everybody does, and it's like okay, well this is something everybody does, and like everybody should be getting in trouble because this has been a rule since 1994. Uh, which we could argue the validity of that rule. I think it's stupid. I think if you have the money and you have the resources to send guys, send them. You know, I think that's smart, um, and I think that's on the coaching staff to like you know, don't have the same game plan or same signs for one team as you do another. Um, to me, that's smart, but it's against the rules, so you can't do it. The second potential rule being broken, evidence of which had not been reported prior, could mean that Michigan violated Article 11, Section, section H of the NCAA rule, football rulebook. Any attempt to record either through audio or video means any signals given by an opposing player, coach, or other team personnel is prohibited. So that is the big one right there uh, that they're really looking at, especially talking about how the person sitting in the seats that Connor Stallion purchased was holding up their iPhone and looked to be recording the sidelines the entire game. Now, they have not discovered that video evidence, so that is speculation that they were recording the sidelines, but I would assume, you know, 
if you see somebody sitting there like that the entire time in front of them, it's pretty clear what they're doing. I haven't seen the video, but just guessing. Um, let's see. It's uncertain. I should have got some water beforehand. Uh, it's uncertain who was funding the purchases. Stallions makes $55,000 per year. Oh, no, no, that's how much his salary is. Whoops, okay. Oh, it's uncertain who was funding the purchases. Stallions makes 55000 per year, according to the University of Michigan's website. But the operations include thousands of dollars in ticket sales and the cost of travel to the stadiums. So that what they're saying there is that it's not really possible for him to be doing all this just based on his salary of $55,000 a year. Um, I work a job where that's about what I make now, and I can tell you I bought IU Ohio State tickets um, at the beginning of the year. They weren't cheap uh, because that's a big game. And then on top of that, you throw in the travel to Bloomington. You throw in the $50 parking, all that stuff. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like one trip doesn't sound like a lot. But if you're going to, you know, five, six games a year, and then on top of that, you're um, – on top of that, you're traveling there, doing all those things. In addition to that, like I said, tickets on, on both sides of the arena. So they're, they're buying multiple tickets, sometimes more than one in certain sections. Um, so, yeah, that it doesn't sound like he would be able to be making all of that off $55,000 per year. Um, all right. Even if the school doesn't sell tickets, we're right here. Even if the school doesn't sell the ticket directly, Directly, it can electronically trace the ticket to their home games, sources said, including the time the purchase entered. School officials around the Big Ten began to trace Stallions' purchases on Friday, soon after ESPN named Stallions a person of interest in the NCAA probes early Friday morning. Sources said the NCAA had an interest in his computer as a part of the investigation. Right, that's what we heard, is that they took the computer. Alright, so... Let's go right here. The schools began discovering Stallions had bought the tickets himself, and it raised suspicion because either the, the home school or visitors were future Michigan opponents. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Stallions is a retired... Yeah, because that'd be the thing. Like, if the future Michigan opponents... If this was, like, Minnesota they were buying tickets for, and they don't play Minnesota that year, it's like, okay, then maybe... Um, so Zach Smith, former Ohio State coach, if you know anything about that situation, um, uh, alleged domestic violence situation, I'm not going to get into what happened there. But he did tell a story on his podcast the other day uh, because I heard that they were talking about it. So I went over and listened to what he said. And he said that uh, a GA that he used to work with at Ohio State had bought tickets for a Georgia Tech game. And even then, Urban Meyer was like, report that immediately, report that immediately. And they were kind of like, well, it's not that big of a deal. It's not like we play Georgia Tech. And he was like, yeah, but still, like that that could still be against the rules. What if we face Georgia Tech in a bowl game? What if we face them, you know, in, in the national championship or playoffs or something like that? Uh, which, again, would seem far-fetched, but that just kind of shows how stressed out this kind of did make Urban Meyer in a lot of ways. So that's interesting. Uh, Stallions is a retired captain of the U.S. United States Marine Corps who bragged on LinkedIn of his knack for identifying and exploiting critical vulnerabilities in centers of gravity in the opponent's scouting process. He's been a volunteer at Michigan, according to LinkedIn, from 2015 to 2022, before being hired full-time in May of 2022. That's interesting um, that he was a 
volunteer for that long and then was hired, what is that, right before the season last year. Um, hmm. Now, I have a lot of thoughts about the United States Marine Corps and, you know, doing this kind of stuff when you have that honor on you, but I'll leave that for another Another video. Um, I won't get into that. Soon after, ESPN identified him as a central part of the probe. He erased multiple social media accounts. So those are the LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, if you saw those pictures. He he deleted those by morning on Friday uh, of last week. Michigan, which was already... So I'm right here. Michigan, which was already amid an NCAA investigation for an alleged illegal recruiting during the COVID-19 recruiting dead period, has pledged full cooperation with the latest investigation. There's no precedent to, in to indicate that any potential punishment would be for Michigan or Coach Jim Harbaugh, as NCAA enforcement has never seen a case of this scope in signal stealing. So that that's important for what I was talking about earlier. So, like... This right here, um, Jim Harbaugh and Michigan have not been connected to this so far. Probably the best connection they have in this situation is if you're talking about, um, sorry guys, I'm doing something for Twitter, sharing. Uh, probably the best thing that they have to connect Michigan to this, if they were even able to, and I don't even know if they can, is that Stallions only made $55,000 a year, and he was going to multiple games a year, travel, all of those things included, that he was paying for on his credit card. Um, so that's a tough situation because you, you look at that and you say, dude can't afford all of this with only $55,000 a year, especially if he has a family or something. We don't know if he's married and has kids or anything like that. But especially in that situation, that would be really, really hard to make that happen and live off something um, uh, substantial in that way. Um, and so that would only be the connection to Michigan. But, the, but that's not enough of a connection to indicate that Michigan would be a part of this. Um, and like I said, if everything is just connected to Stallion's computer, Stallion's credit card, all of those things, even if Jim Harbaugh does know, which I have no reason to think that he does, um, if I was being pessimistic for Michigan, then I probably would. Uh, but if I'm just looking at the facts here, there's no reason to think that Jim Harbaugh would have any connection here. Um because there's not, been nothing reported. Obviously, you can think through and say, oh, th this would have happened. But um, if you're just looking at the situation uh, for what is reported, there's nothing reported that connects Jim Harbaugh or Michigan. All right, let's go down to right, this paragraph right here. I try to keep these at the top for you guys, so that way you guys can follow along. The allegations against Michigan could be greater than what got the New England Patriots in trouble during Spygate spy scandal that unfolded during the 2007 season. The crux of those allegations revolved around in-game taping of opponent signals during Patriots games. So that's the same thing we're looking at here. If the guy did have an iPhone and he was holding it up and looking at the bench, which is what would logically make sense because that's what was reported, is he has a phone, he's sitting in the bench. Uh, 55K a year. Oh, hey, Andrew. Thanks for commenting here. 55K a year, able to afford thousands of dollars of CFSB tickets every week. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't see how, you know, it's all funded by him. Um, that seems unlikely. And then think, think there. So, 
Yeah, I agree. Like I said, guys, comment your thoughts as well, because I want to interact with you guys and see what you have to think as well. I don't want to be the only one talking the entire time. Um, All right. So the allegations against Michigan could be greater than what Oh, we already read this. Uh, The crux of the uh, allegation revolved around in-game taping of opponents. So he's comparing it to Patriots there. I can see how that comparison is made. And a source did make that comparison to Pete Thamel. So that makes that makes sense. Um, All right. So we're starting at this article here. The potential of these allegations being added to the NCAA case could increase Coach Jim Harbaugh's exposure to punishment by the NCAA's head coach responsibilities rule, which essentially state that the head coach is responsible for everything that happens in this program, whether they are aware of it or not. So, yes and no. Um, With a situation like this, I find it hard to believe that Jim Harbaugh would get the same punishment that Stallions would. I could see some kind of punishment where it's like, you know, he gets suspended uh, for a long period of time. You know, maybe he has this this mark on his name for a while. Uh, but I can't I can't see a show cause or something like this if there's no evidence to connect Jim Harbaugh. I just I can't see it. Now I think you can. I think they could do bowl bans and postseason bans, scholarship bans for Michigan. But I just don't see that happening for Jim Harbaugh or anything substantial happening for Jim Harbaugh if they can't connect him to it. Yes, they have that. Um, exposure to punishment by the NCAA's head coach responsibilities rule. And so that could be a part of it, but nothing, nothing like huge where like he's out of college football. So we're getting to the end here. Uh, I mean, he would probably be out of college football suspended, but all right. Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh said after Michigan's 49 to nothing win over Michigan state, there's been stuff. Oh, this is what Jim Harbaugh said. There's been stuff. There's been an attempt to diminish the team in a lot of ways, starting with the easy schedule. They just play. I don't know why he's bringing up the easy schedule, but I guess that's they're trying to connect it somehow to this, but he's probably just talking about the schedule. Last week, he denied illegal stealing, illegally stealing signals in a statement. So he did deny that. And then this is like the last part we have right here. I do not have any knowledge or information regarding the University of Michigan football program illegally stealing signs, nor have I directed any staff member or others to participate in any off-campus, off-campus scouting assignment, he said on Thursday. I have no awareness of anyone on their staff having done that, on our staff having done that, or having directed that action. So, there you go, guys. That's... That's the article. If you tuned in late and you have any questions, let me know. We'll revisit a part of the article. Um, I don't know who this dude is. Um, but, but yeah, that's what Pete Thamel has said. If you guys don't have any questions, we'll just go to reactions here on Twitter and see what people are saying. This is blowing up. Uh, 54 minutes ago, already at 2.1 million views. Dang. That's crazy. All right, let's look... Th- Look through some of these reactions. If you guys have any, you let me know. Um, comment, and uh, I'll bring them up and react to those. Wow, yeah, Harbaugh may be leaving voluntarily for the NFL this offseason. Very possible. All right, looks like we got a Michigan fan here. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but why would he buy tickets in his own name, SMH? That's just stupid. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Go Blue Mellow. All right, uh, Blue Bloods here. 
Can we focus on who's actually perpetuating this at the top? Stallions is a lower level staffer. He's not just doing this on his own dime. Let's find out who is actually giving uh, him the orders. Exactly. That's what I was saying, especially at the salary rate that they quoted uh, the $55,000 a year. It doesn't seem likely that he would be able to just do all of this on his own. Um, and I don't know if he's able to hire people. Cause like, that'd be a thing too. Like, you're not just going to ask a buddy like, Hey, can, Hey man, can you go to this game and record the whole thing for me? Like, I don't know if a buddy is just going to do that for you. All right. Well, we can tell TC wasn't on the list. Ha ha. Good one. I don't understand why anyone would do this with the information on all 22 because all 22 doesn't show signals and that's what you want. Like you can figure out a team's plays by watching all 22. I've seen all 22. I watch it sometimes when I have the games. Uh, well, not that I have them, but I know somebody who has them and they show them to me. Um, but in that all 22, you hardly ever see the sideline where you can see uh, what you know the coaches are signaling. And a lot of times that is made by the home team. So if they train those guys properly, they won't start the all 22 until like a certain time period or they'll cut it up in such a way that like you might not even see the formation getting out there. Um, so there's a lot into that as well, but that's why. Keyword, Connor Stallions bought tickets, not Michigan. Move on. Mm, I think we covered that quite a bit. Uh, Anthony, hey, Anthony, the fan of the program, or a friend of the program, he was on at one point. Uh, go follow Anthony, the real shardy Michigan State fan. Uh, are we sure he w- wasn't just a big super fan like Ben Scott Stevens? <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, got some jokes here. Uh, hey, guys, remember to comment if you have any thoughts as well. Bye, Connor. Yep, see ya. Oh, got the gifts. The gifts. There we go. All right, this looks like an Oregon fan. For reference, this defines what a level two violation is. A level two violation wouldn't result in a bull ban for Michigan. Okay, that's interesting. Let's take a look at this. Level two, significant breach of conduct. Violations that provide or are intended to provide more than a minimal but less than a substantial or extensive recruiting competitive or other advantage includes more than a minimal. This is incredibly hard to read. More than a minimal but less than a substantial or extensive impermissible benefit or involves conduct that may compromise the integrity of the NCAA collegiate model as set forth in the Constitution and bylaws. Violations that fall under Level 2 umbrella include, okay, here we go, systematic violations that do not amount to a lack of institutional control, okay, multiple recruiting, financial aid, or eligibility violations do not amount to a lack of institutional control, so a lot of the institutional control, um... Brady right here commented on this and said, there's no way this was going on without the higher ups because you are not buying two OSU PSU tickets at 55 K year salary on top of other tickets. That's true. Okay. So I was looking at tickets for this game, uh, Ohio state, Penn state, not that I was going to buy them, but I was just looking and like the upper, upper bowl, like where everybody looks like ants under you was like $200 itself. So if you're looking at like, just a few rows up enough to see the other team's sidelines and two of them at that. Um, 
on the 50-yard line, I mean, you're looking at probably near $1,000 uh, for those tickets. And think about it, too, in addition to parking, in addition to travel, all of those things. Um, yeah, I think he has a point there with the 55000 all right. Uh, sources confirmed to ESPN that Stallions purchased tickets on both sides. This is what we were just talking about for Ohio State game with Penn State on Saturday. Michigan plays both teams upcoming weeks. What? Okay, so remember that, though. Remember that they did not, um, this comment right here, remember that, um, I was going to say, oh, they did not go to this game. So the article said, I'm trying to find this. Because I think that's really important information is that the tickets for that game were not used. All right, yeah, here we go. It's right. Hmm. I can't find it, but you guys can go into the article and look. Um, but I remember the article said that those tickets weren't used. So Stallions never sent anybody and Stallions never went himself, himself to that game. Uh, you guys don't get it. All the teams do it. <laughs> All the teams should be punished. <laughs> What's wrong with the first part? You can't scout other team. Yes, you cannot go to the game and scout the team. Been that way since 1994. No one thought to send this guy to TCU. <laughs> A lot of TCU. Uh, I hope Stally- Stallions, uh, Stallions at least got some good credit card. <laughs> okay. Get some cash back on that. He's going to need it. That's funny. I guess he's still getting paid. Never mind. He's suspended with pay, so he's fine. Um... Vacate wins, fire hardball, Michigan back to poverty. I'm going to guess this is an Ohio State fan. How much you guys want to bet? Yep, there we go. Ohio State, class of 2026. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would want the wins vacated. But that doesn't really do anything for you, right? Like, I don't know. You guys tell me, like, does that do anything for Ohio State fans? You still lost, right? And I say this as an Ohio State fan. Like, it, it's not going to make me feel any better if it's vacated. Ohio, you know, Andrew... Cash back on Capital <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Cash back on Capital One Rewards. I like it. Um, hey, you know, you could actually make some pretty good money if you have cash back set up on that. Um, I can't stop thinking of board geniuses every time I see that. Oh, we should go over to the to the Michigan uh, uh, boards. You guys tell me, you want to keep scrolling on Twitter or do you want to head over to the Michigan boards and see what the fans are saying? Um, you guys let me know in a comment what you want to do. And I'll, I'll do whatever you guys want to do. Uh, for now, we'll, we'll keep up with this. Michigan probably didn't notice that the staffer was missing every single weekend and blowing thousands of dollars going to other teams' games since they never got any information from them. Well, sounds like they did. They did pretty good. Uh, brother better have hella airline miles at this very least. Yep. Same with the cashback. Michigan didn't cheat. There's no proof. Well, looks like there's no proof. But he's saying that in like a mocking way. Proof is here. UM fans and shit. Okay, so there's not any real analysis in this. This is just, this is just people making jokes, which are funny. I think that, you know, and I hope Michigan fans are at least getting a laugh out of some of the good jokes here. Um, hmm. All right, what's so much coping? Yes, you are right, Andrew. Let's go see if there's any coping on the Michigan message boards at 24-7. Oh, should probably type right. All right, boards. Let's go to the lobby. 
so I don't know if you guys know this, but not all of these are VIP. Um, this one is, so I wonder if there's anything in here. All right, so this is reactions to the win. Circumstantial evidence suggesting Ohio State. All right, so nothing really in this one. Stadium in Maine. That's the Sparty game thread. They might not really be on this yet. Portal article. <laughs> this is the uh, Michigan Ticket Exchange. Wonder if uh, Connor Stallions ever went there. Okay, this one does say it's hot, though. So let's see if there's anything in here about it. They, they could just be posting. All right, so this is about the game. I don't see any. I don't see anything in here that would be related to this. So it's unfortunate. So apparently, Michigan fans have not got to the the boards yet, um, and everything is just still about the laser focus. Let's see. Let's update the oh the three man, <laughs> three year letterman. This isn't illegal. It's just good old fashioned coaching. Since when did trying to win become a problem? <laughs> oh, I love the three year letterman. All right, let's see. Let's go back into it. There's more comments now. I think probably all the same ones at the top. So, all right, well. A lot of good information. If you guys don't have any more questions or anything like that, I'll probably hop off of here. Uh, but yeah, that's an update. I'll try to, if I'm available, I'll try to go live again um, in this situation. Uh, don't forget to follow um, the Big Ten Huddle on Twitter. If you are a Big Ten fan and you want to hear more about the Big Ten and all the things that are going on, Follow us over there, and then also like and subscribe here on YouTube as well. We appreciate it, um, and if any more information comes out, I'll try to do it in the live stream. So thanks, guys. See ya.